0: Hello everybody, this is Jesse, and and, and this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello everybody, Jesse here today, and doing a recording from Italy uh, in regards to our most recent Update and potentially today we'll also be recording and posting it later at another time. Uh, another question with an answer, uh, but in any case, today's 10 day update comes from one that we sent out just uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and we titled it um, What is it titled? Let me let me see here. I'm pulling it up on the, on the computer. Ah, that words may be given, and that comes from a verse that we're going to read today in Ephesians 6, uh, verse nineteen twenty. And uh, that'll be our exhortation to start us off today, and then we'll look at uh, a short update, some new things going on here on the mission field, as well as uh, a couple prayer requests. I think there's three of them uh, that are relevant to this period of the ministry that we would ask you and invite you to join us in prayer about, uh, so we can see the Lord uh, work through these things here in Italy, to the glory of His name. And then we'll also look at a brief uh, video update. No, we won't look at that. Uh, That's there. That's useful. That's available if you want to check it out. Uh, same video update as the last time, uh, but it's available for you to look at through the practicalmissions.org website. Uh, so let's jump down to the, the brief exhortation, and then we'll get on to those uh, that update and those prayer requests. Uh, let's see, Ephesians 6, 19-20, it says this. This is Paul the Apostle speaking to the Ephesian church and, uh, and the unique situations that, that they're dealing with and so on. Uh, but he's also sharing of his own experiences here after telling them to wear put on the armor of God and so on. And he says, and also for me pray he says that words may be given to me and there's the title of our update today that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains that i may declare it boldly as i ought to speak so much is actually here i'm going to read it one more time make a couple comments probably just read this Uh, but i really appreciate these verses and i come back to these verses often Uh, just like i come back to colossians chapter 4 where there's a very similar couple of verses uh paul saying and asking for the same type of thing in his prayer requests uh even though he's the apostle paul he's a full-time missionary he's an apostle and uh Receiving special revelations from God, and so on, and everything is fresh. And he actually saw Jesus on the road to Damascus. No doubts in his in his belief, and so on. And uh, and then he's living, uh, proclaiming the gospel. You would think he'd be perfectly good at it, uh, well well at it by now, and not needing so much the prayer requests. Uh, but like many other things, uh, the more time goes on, and the more you do something, the more you realize how dependent you really are on God to be able to do what you're called to do. And that in the flesh, we can actually do zero. And even what we can do is corrupted and unfruitful in in the Lord's kingdom and so on. And uh, so we really, really are dependent. And the more we realize we're inadequate for the ministry and we're inadequate for what God has called us to do, the better off we are. Uh, The sooner you realize that, uh, the more fruitful your ministry can be. Uh, because then you're out of the way, and uh, all the glory is going to God alone, and you're not trying to take any of it, whether intending to or not. Uh, so it's good to understand that you can't do anything apart from the prayer of the saints. It's good to understand uh, you can't do anything apart from God's grace and God's mercy. Uh, but here, let, let me read this one more time, and then I'll, I'll make those couple comments. And also for me, pray, that words may be given to me, in opening my mouth boldly, to proclaim the mystery of the gospel the gospel is very clear, but it's also, as he says here, a mystery, uh, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Paul the apostle, he was keenly aware of the supernatural work to which he was called by Jesus. He understood that man, prior to the new birth, prior to being regenerated, is actually spiritually dead, and he's an enemy of God, and he's a slave to sin and a slave to satan himself all these things we read throughout the new testament uh, he knew paul that the, that his words were not effective in regenerating and saving sinful man he knew that he couldn't persuade people to believe he couldn't cause them to believe he couldn't save anybody he knew that the gospel alone though he as he says here it's mysterious it's very simple but yet very mysterious the gospel alone could save and that and that only according to god's sovereign will and timing so he understood that. The power is in the gospel, as we read in Romans. Uh, uh, it alone is the power unto salvation, and so on. Uh, but he also understood that uh, only according to God's sovereign will and timing does salvation happen. And he's a classic example of that. Paul himself, he approved the stoning to death Stephen. God, if he was going to save Paul, he could have saved him before the stoning of Stephen, so then there'd be two witnesses, Stephen and Paul, uh, going out and preaching. Uh, but he didn't save Paul sooner, And in his perfect timing, God's perfect timing, Paul's day of salvation was predestined for another day, the day Paul would be walking to Damascus. God really does have a timing for things, and he really does have a timing for salvation of individuals and even entire groups that then become a church. Uh, He has these things already planned out. God's not working on plan B's and C's and so on. He has one particular plan, and he unfolds it according to his will to the glory of his name. And him and him alone, he gets the glory. So if if, you'd, if you have been soundly and actually saved, and I say that soundly and actually because many there are in the church today that believe they're saved, but they don't actually even understand the gospel or the Jesus of the Bible, the God of the Bible, the whole view of everything is distorted, and they've come and they've said, quote unquote, yes to Jesus, but... The Jesus they said yes to is often a Jesus of man's imagination, not the biblical Jesus. Uh, a Jesus who gives you uh, candies and goods and money and wealth and health and so on. It's not the actual Jesus of the Bible. Uh, so if you've been soundly and actually saved, the actual fruit of salvation comes primarily, you see uh, uh, repentance over sins. You, you grieve over your sin. You hate your sin. You repent of it. And you turn from it and you embrace by faith Jesus Christ the Lord who died in your place on the cross, took the wrath of God upon himself instead of letting it fall on you, and so on. Uh, So if you've been actually and soundly saved, you're born of the Spirit of God, and it is only natural that you desire to see others saved as well. Uh, So it's just a natural fruit of being saved, being born again, you're alive. Oh my, everyone around me is dying and going to hell. Yeah, that really should trouble you. And you should have a concern for the well-being of others. And the more we understand, however, uh, that salvation is, and, and what it is, and how it works, the more we realize we are absolutely, like Paul mentioned here, unable to speak the words that would lead others to salvation. He said, pray that I would speak boldly, because we need to be bold. It's a, a real thing we need to proclaim. And then that we would speak as we ought to speak. Uh, we need God's help to do that on our own. We just cannot do that. Uh, every individual is different. Uh, <clears throat> you say, for example, uh, God loves you, to one person, and He thinks. No, God couldn't possibly love me. Look at me. I'm so depraved. I'm so fallen in sin. God does not love me. Trust me. You say God God loves you to another person. What do they think? Really? Oh, that's great. I love me too. God loves me. I love me. Man, I'm doing good. This is great. I don't have to ever think about returning from sin or repenting and trusting in Christ. Man, God loves me. <laughs> you see, it's it's complex. You can't say just weird things like that. You need to proclaim the gospel, what it is, and warn people of eternal status before God and condemnation, hell, and fire, and all that, and make it clear to them of their need to repent and trust in Christ and so on. Uh, but that takes uh, the work of God to make us able to speak as we ought to, you see, because we're also tempted to say things in a softer or lighter way. Often today they say, if you don't believe in Christ, you'll have a, a Christless eternity. Uh, well... That's kind of true, yeah. Not really, though, because God's present everywhere, and He's the one issuing the punishing happening in hell and so on. Uh, but really, what's going to happen is if you don't repent and trust in Christ, you're going to be burning and tormented and without rest for eternity. Fire, weeping, gnashing of teeth, like Jesus said. Uh, let it be known what it is. I mean, you can't you can't hide things or dumb it down, so to speak. Uh, but anyway, our exhortation from all this, from this simple verse with this profound idea that we need words to be given to us and God-given ability to declare things boldly as we ought to speak and so on, uh, let us all pray, like Paul, that God would give us the right words at the right time and that we would stay faithful to the gospel message. Let us pray for that because it alone is the power unto salvation, Romans 16. Let us trust in God the Holy Spirit to give according to God's... Uh, to save, sorry... <coughs> According to God's will and timing. And let us never trust in our methods, our techniques, or gentle persuasion and, and use of words. Though those things are important. Have good techniques. Have good methods. Have gentle words and be kind with your words and, and, and thoughtful with your words. But don't trust in those things. Yeah, Let us pray for God to give us words and the ability to open our mouths and proclaim the gospel to those who are perishing as jesus both taught us and he commanded us sdg i wrote in here soli deo gloria to god alone the glory amen amen Uh, a couple things in our update uh jesse's health me my health the fever has passed the cold has passed my nose is working i have some uh damage done to my nose from blowing it so much and some kind of weird sore broke out there. Almost gone though and it's doing much better. So praise God for that. Thank you for praying for me. The car. We now have it back again. We have power steering and it feels like we're actually flying when we drive the car because without that power steering it's quite hard to turn and you have to... I find myself overturning now because I'm so used to using so much muscles just to make maneuvers and, and go around curves. It feels like we're literally flying. Fantastic. Praise God. Finances have come in. We're able to pay for this bill as well and we trust... Uh, this car, as we continue to take care of it and, and the Lord provides, this car will last us still several more years. And, and that's our prayer. It's a very efficient car. I think it gets 40 miles to a gallon or more, uh, which is important here in Italy. Uh, you need a good, consuming, low-consuming car because uh, I calculated it, it's still $6.50 or so per gallon would be the equivalent uh, to what we pay here in Italy. And that's good. It was higher. I remember a time when we were paying 9 almost $10 a gallon here in Italy. Right now, it works out with the equation uh, euro to dollar and so on to about $6.50. Phenomenal. Really good. And in America, that's twice, I think, what you're paying there. Uh, So just keep in mind, uh, living in Italy has its costs. Uh, It's not an easy thing. Uh, So thankfully, this car is uh, quite economical and it does work. When it's working, it works well. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for praying for the car. Last uh, last Lord's Day, it says here in our update, we finally got to see the church again in, in Port Anone, ABC Church, and to worship together with the people that are there. Wonderful. It was great to see everybody. Really, really a uh, pleasureful moment uh, to hug, to embrace, to pray together and so on and sing the Lord's praises. Uh, sadly, though, uh, that church has suffered greatly of recent. And a number of the members uh, have gone away, maybe maybe more than half uh, Uh, very very sad and that's a long story and i won't get into it because i don't want to reveal anything uh what's going on or what i've been told uh but it's not good it's it's unfortunate very sad Uh, but praise be to god Uh, he's faithful and uh, his church uh, it always belongs to him and he has kept a number there for himself and uh, they're still worshiping together growing in grace and uh and the church is surviving uh even though it's going through hardship uh uh, but it's uh, pray for the lord to rebuild it pray for it to uh take root and establish itself again by god's grace for his glory and uh and we invite you to pray for, for them uh, as a church body. Uh, we're happy to be going there and visiting them as much as we can now. We were there last week or maybe in another week or two. We'll go again, and, and that'll be wonderful as the Lord permits. Uh, next Wednesday, so not this Wednesday, which is today, but actually uh, next Wednesday, uh, we'll be going to uh, SBI, uh, the Bible Institute, and we're going to help train some students in evangelism. They invited us over if we can help uh, train them. And then uh, the following day after that, Thursday, that group of students will come uh, here to Mestre to help us do some outreach to help us evangelize. So we'll be doing some mass distribution as well as some mimes and dramas in the in the town square, drawing in a crowd, engaging the people with the gospel, talking to them, loving them, showing them, telling them the good news and so on, and giving out literature. Uh, so this is great. We're excited about that. Great opportunity. And uh, we would ask uh, part of our prayer requests, pray for us, uh, three of them, three prayer requests, for the preparation work leading up to that. We got to do uh, communications to the town hall and so on, uh, printing off a bunch of tracks, of literature, uh, and then the training and then and, and our heart preparation as well. Uh, there is uh, something special about group evangelism. God really does use it and bless it, and the enemy, uh, the evil one, really does oppose it and, and works in a variety of ways to keep that from ever happening, uh, because it is our primary task as as Christians. We're witnesses here on the earth, and our main goal is to evangelize. And the Lord, uh, Satan loves to hinder Christians from actually doing what they're supposed to. Uh, so the, I've noticed, you know, working with teams over the years, a number of years now, there's always a really unique tension there, and uh, you become keenly aware of it the more you do it. <coughs> So you pray for those things, and then you trust God to, to work great unity and and, and joy among uh, those working together to preach the gospel, and uh, and God does great things. So pray for that. Pray for the preparation work, and then pray for good weather for those days. Uh, sunny weather will be ideal so we can engage as many people as possible. And open doors uh, to evangelize, that we can have the open doors. People will be there. will will stay and stick around and talk with us, and we'll be able to evangelize them and so on. And that we'll see perhaps a few more people uh, saved. And that would be just awesome. Great, great help to the ministry here in this city. And then pray for continued good health for me and my family during the winter season. Winter's not over. Foggy again today. Foggy yesterday. It's just like a a mist in the air. You can't see 10 feet in front of you. Uh, Venetian winter is not over. It's getting close. So we have some sunny weather coming towards the weekend. Very excited about that. And we had a good sunny weather uh, last Sunday. Great. Last Saturday. Uh, but now pray uh, that we just stay healthy and strong until the spring gets here and that we can keep on serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Q&A will probably be coming up sometime soon. Blogs, uh, they're, they're always there. They're available. We try to post something new at least once a month. Uh, working on another post uh, that um, regarding uh, uh, frugal living, frugality, uh, something very important that I think uh, is way too often uh, uh misunderstood or not even uh, applied in in our very materialistic society here in the west and so on and uh, christians need to get a good hold of what it means to be frugal how you can do that and there's some great great advantages and benefits to those who who understand the art of frugality and so on and and even being a little bit minimalist in in your living Uh, for the sake of the kingdom there's so much that can be done and this can be such a great blessing blog post we are working on we'll probably draft that up sometime in the next uh, few days and, and make that available as well it's not there yet though uh, anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, there's always opportunities to serve. If you know anyone, or uh, feel free to pass on that information to uh, anybody you know. Let them know about Practical Missions cohort and, and the website and so on. Uh, we got to... Engaging with one particular young man right now who's interested in Italy and serving a long time and he's just got to work out the, the logistics of uh, how, to do, how to do that, how to do his schooling and, and, and make sure everything is good before he comes here. I'm excited for him though and praying that that will work out and that the Lord will make it clear how and what he can do to, to join in on the work here and so on. Uh, but there's many more people that we'd love to see come and join in and there's great opportunities here, uh, a countless harvest uh, to be had. So thank you for being a part of the ministry, guys. Thank you for praying for us and together with us. And uh, until the next time, God bless you. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.